Hello, and welcome to Homegrown KC, a podcast dedicated to exploring Kansas City's fascinating history and sharing stories from a church past. I'm your host, Laura. Join me today as we explore a piece of Kansas City's history. So we're trying something new today, listeners. Um, if you are listening through your ready uh, regular podcast app, um, I'm actually recording this on video, so it will be on YouTube if everything goes well. I'm not sure how much editing I'll be able to do at the end, so hopefully take three is the good one because I was really stumbling in takes one and two. <laughs> um, so... Before I dive into a review of all the cool things Homegrown KC did this year, I wanted to talk about some of the cool things Kansas City did this year. So first, we had the Parade of Hearts. Um, That was like March through June, and it was these huge five-foot-by-five-foot, I think, ceramic um, heart statues. There was 133, 134 of them all across the greater KC metro area. The furthest one was actually all the way in Lawrence. And they were designed by local artists. Each one was unique. And at the end of the showing, so in June, they were auctioned off and all the proceeds went to local organizations that focus on helping Kansas Cityans in need. So this is super, super cool. I took a few days and um, went and visited. I think I only got to like 30, maybe 33 of them. But it was a really cool project, and it's coming back this coming spring, 2023, and then also in 2024. So you're going to see more of those. Um, The, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The local KC government passed a law that said that um, all tenants who are going to um, tenant court are will will now receive like you're just automatically going to get a lawyer for free. This is a huge deal. Okay, so they had an exhibit about um, the the state of homelessness all across America at the um, the main central library just in the lobby. I think for the whole month of June it was up. Um, I went back and forth about whether I should make that a mini-sode ended up just doing an uh, an adventure, so only images were up on my social media pages. There's no audio recording. But it was really impactful. Like, the statistics that they had for this were mind-blowing. That, Anyways, um, so one of the things that they talked about was if your owner a rental agency, whoever takes you to court because you're behind on your payments, you know, like 99% of them will have a lawyer with them because they can afford it. But like 4% less, something like that of tenants have a lawyer because they can't afford it. And it's not like regular court proceedings. Like you are not required by law to have a lawyer. So now the city is saying, no, by law, you will have a lawyer. It will be free. And, um, you know, studies have proven that if you're a tenant and you have a lawyer with you, 
you're more likely to come to a peaceful resolution and not be kicked out of your house. Whereas if you don't, um, also if you're like, I can't get off work, I don't have a car, I don't have a babysitter, like if you, for whatever reason, you can't make it to court that day. There's no rescheduling, no, oh yes, I understand. Um, it's one and done. If you don't show up, eviction is automatic. And just, I mean, like, single black mothers are the number one highest demographic to be evicted. Um, shoot, they had totals, um, eviction totals for every single state. I don't remember which was higher, Missouri or Kansas. But one was 40-something thousand. The other one was 50-something thousand a year. Um, after this exhibit, I looked it up, and Kansas City averages. This isn't even like, yes, every year. It's like some is higher, some is lower, but averages 900 evictions a year. And, okay, it's not thousands and thousands. might not sound like a lot, especially when you consider we're a city of half a mil, something like that. But that's 900 people, okay? 900 of your friends, family, neighbors no longer have a place to live. Um, that was before the pandemic, of course. And then we had the uh, uh, national injunction against eviction, which was really, really good. People needed that. Um, and so, of course, eviction rates went way, way, way down. Um, as soon as it was lifted, they went right back to their normal levels. Um, I... I don't think I looked it up, so I'm not remembering how effective it has been, but um, I'm, I'm pretty happy that we have this in place now. Anyways, um, the Climate Action KC uh, work released a notice, uh, I want to say this summer, maybe in early autumn. Um, they are putting a plan in place. They want to be net zero greenhouse by 2050. And they have a list of uh, how they're going to do that. I don't remember all the um, saying. Oh, sorry, I don't remember all the specifics. But a lot of it was like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, a lot of building projects in Kansas City right now. So we're still working on extending the streetcar. That's going to be super awesome. That's done. Hopefully next year is what I've heard. Um, um, speaking of building projects, so. A new stadium is being built for the KC Current Soccer Team. That's our women's soccer team down at Berkeley Park on the riverfront. And after years of speculation and then increased rumors throughout this whole year, um, the Royals owner recently announced that he is going to build a new stadium in downtown Kansas City. Okay, we have some opinions on this. I have not heard a single citizen say, yes, this is what we want. Nobody wants this except for the Royals owner. And I'm very certain they're only doing it because they want money. Um, you know, the article I read said it'll cost more to renovate the Kauffman, our current stadium. Um, and yet the, the number they quoted was under $2 billion, but they want $2 billion to build a new stadium. It's not cheaper. Um, the place that they have picked out currently it's parking lots. So once they're gone, there's not going to be any parking. There's like no, already no parking anywhere in downtown Kansas city. And if I'm just trying to get from work or to work, 
or home, traffic is going to be a shit so. I mean, it's just going to be terrible. Also, they already eliminated all the free parking from uh, the River Market area. So people who live and work down there are like, I shouldn't have to pay to get to work first off. That's like paying to work. No, no, I shouldn't have to pay for parking. Also shouldn't have to pay parking uh, at my apartment or whatever. Like it, it should come with the apartment. I know it's really common. It's everywhere. My friends up in Boston, they actually live like in a little town just outside Boston. Street parking, um, every business, every apartment, there is not a single place to park for free. You have to pay for parking. And it's ridiculous. It should not be like that. Um, so, yeah. Basically, Laura, not a fan of this new project for the Royals. Uh, the other cool thing, not unhappy thing, cool thing in sports news for Kansas City is we're going to host the World Cup in 2026. Also, we're hosting the NFL Draft in April of 2024. I'm pretty excited about that. That's going to be cool. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and move on. I'll talk to you all about what I did with the podcast this year. Um, we continued doing the Homegrown KC Adventures. That's where... I go around to different sites in Kansas City, um, usually a historic site, right, or a museum or exhibit. Um, I snap a bunch of really cool photos, and then I share them on my social media pages with, like, a little snippet about why this is important to Kansas City. In February, I started doing what I called minisodes. The name is misleading because I envisioned it being, like, a five to ten minute episode, and... No, they're, they're full-length 30-minute episodes. <laughs> um, but it's where I went to a historic site. Um, actually, no, I take that back. I think it's just exhibits so far. And the ethnic festival. Um, okay, also the Japanese festival. Mostly it's exhibits slash museums that I went to. And I'm like, I have so much stuff to say about this. I can't, I can't just give you a line about, oh, this is from blah, blah, blah the end so yeah it's just an in-depth uh adventure i took 11 of those or i i produced 11 of those total uh, the most recent one was i finally visited the mayan exhibit at union station we always get such amazing like internationally renowned exhibits there um auschwitz came last year and i saw them they were actually here for a long time. They were here up until, I think, March. And so I saw them in February of this year. No, that's a mini, so please listen to it. Um, and then, so the Mayan exhibit is super, super cool because there's over 300 objects. All of them, except for one, is from Guatemala. It's the first time they've ever been on display outside their country of origin. The one is on loan from the Nelson Atkins Museum. And what was it? It's a stele, so a stone inscription. And I think I read originally also came from uh, Guatemala. And so, like, I knew nothing about Mayan history and culture before I went into this, right? Mayans are pretty cool. They did a lot of cool stuff. Um, I won't, I won't give you my entire recitation. You can listen to the mini on that, but, um, really cool. 
really glad that I finally went because it was supposed to end tomorrow, January 1st. They actually, they just announced that they're going to extend it until the end of March. So if you are coming to Kansas City in the next three months or you live in Kansas City, you still have time to go see it. Uh, No word yet on what the next exhibit will be, but I'll go see it. That'll be another adventure. Um, the, actually the other thing I was going to say was, okay, so the Plaza Lights, if y'all don't know what that is, um, I did an episode on it in 2021. Yes, 2021. Um, about the history of the Plaza Lights. So we have this historic shopping area called the Plaza. Um, and for almost a hundred years, it's been lit up with Christmas lights, right? And it's this really big deal and it's really pretty. So usually they take it down like January 1st, I think. This year, because 2022 is our centennial year, they have decided to leave it up until the end of February. It's going to be up on Valentine's Day. So maybe it's like between Valentine's Day and the end of February, they'll take it down. But so you get two extra months of the lights. That's pretty cool. Uh, What else did we do this year? Okay, so. I now have a newsletter. I started that in February as well. And once a month, usually the first of the month, maybe it'll take me a couple of days. Um, The latest was the 5th. And November, I completely forgot until the middle of the month. So there was nothing in November. But the first of the month, if you sign up for my newsletter, which you can do uh, at my website, you'll get an email that says, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm planning. You know, in the future, I think I might do some giveaways through there. Haven't decided yet, but um, it's usually a good place for you to keep up with what's going on with the show. And um, there's been a couple of times my like first announcements to listeners have come through the newsletter. Series uh, finished series four, Treasures of Kansas City, in uh, February. So that was part seven and part eight of the history of the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. Um, we completed series five in the spring. That was people of the plains. No, that's not right. I'm mixing up two of them. So there's Paris of the plains. That's series two. That's about prohibition in that era in Kansas city. This is people of the island. That's series five. It's about the Wyandots, which are, um, an indigenous nation to North America. Um, originally from Canada and then they got pushed all the way down to Kansas City, and then further down into Oklahoma. Um, that was a really good. I think I'm most proud of this series out of all of the ones that I've done. I talk about some really hard-hitting truths, like just how shitty colonizers, uh, Europeans, Americans, once we became America, have treated uh, Native Americans. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I highly recommend it. Um to go along with that series, I also spoke with Second Chief Louisa Libby of the Wyandotte Nation of Kansas. So, spoiler, um, as they got pushed down, they ended up breaking up. So, like, there was a, a section that stayed in Canada, and so now they are a nation. And then there was a section that stayed in Ohio. Yeah, and they are a nation. Um, there's a portion that stayed here in Kansas City. They are the Wyandotte Nation of Kansas. And then the rest of them went down to Oklahoma, and they are the Wyandotte Nation. Um, each of them is spelled a different way. 
Anyways, I spoke to Chief Libby for two hours. Oh my God, this woman could have kept going. She only stopped because she's like, oh, I have someone here who's telling me we have to go. I have another meeting or something. It's like, okay, well, I think we're good. Um, she's wonderful. I still have not met the first chief, uh, sorry, Chief Judith um, Manthe, I think is her last name. But I've heard she's also wonderful. They're really involved in the community. Um, and they love to talk about the history of their nation. So that episode, um, the type of episode it is, that is usually a patron episode. But I really wanted to avoid white saviorism. And I wanted her to tell her story in her own words. So that episode was released to my patrons first for three months. And then it became available to everyone. And now it's going to stay available to everyone forever, always, for free. Um, and then we started series six, which is our current series. That is historic theaters. I have done topics one and two so far. Topic three, I'm going to finish up in the new year. So regular episodes, we totaled 11. That's pretty good. I think that's what we had last year was 11 episodes. I'm happy with that. Um, had eight, mm, counting or not counting, the one with second Chief Libby. I think counting that one, there were eight patron episodes this year. Um, now I'm going to look. All right, hold on. I'm just going to pause. Let's see if this works. Okay, so I counted and with the two episodes, because I had to break it up with Chief Louis Libby. It's eight patron episodes for this year. Okay, so um, since I was paused, I also am going to give you um, data from the downloads. This is really, really cool. Um, the app that I use to post, and, uh, and like I load it up to this host site, and they shoot it out to all of your different apps they use. They provide analytics on uh, uh, how many people have listened per episode, uh, region-wise, is really pretty cool. It's a good way to track and see what's working and what's not. So, um, we started off in January with 7,000 total downloads for the entire show. Awesome. We got up to 8. We got up to 9. We got up to 10,000 on July 5th. I was, like, over the moon. It was so cool. So, um, to celebrate that, I did a Facebook Live meet and greet in August. Um, had a few listeners chime in. And got to talk to y'all. That's cool. I still need to figure out how to transfer that to YouTube. Nope, self. Still got to figure that out. Um, all right. So our total so far for this year, as of this moment, is 12,228. Good job, guys. I love it. Um, and that's for all time, right? For the year, we have 4,511 downloads for this year alone. That's more than last year. I wanted to get up to 5K this year. It hasn't happened next year, but I am super excited. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, our highest download has actually been, uh, the highest download month has actually been September with over 500. Um, and we also reached over 500 in March. And then ooh, we were at 497 in June. We're pretty close to 500 uh, today, actually. So for December, we're at 478. Maybe we'll, we'll reach 500 by the end of the day. Um, let me get down here for a second. So 
most popular episodes. Number one, jazz, of course. Since I downloaded and uh, not downloaded, since I recorded jazz, like that was the fourth topic of my very first series. It's been the most popular. Um, Second most popular episode this year has been Redlined KC. Thank you. Um, That's another patron episode that has been available to the public uh, since the recording back in like February. Yeah. Um, today is the last day to listen to it. I'm going to make it patron exclusive tomorrow. And that's another one where it's all about redlining in Kansas City um, and how we shaped um, the national narrative, actually. Yeah, check that one out. And then the next three most popular ones are minisodes. So you guys obviously like those. Definitely going to keep that up. Let's see here. Um, so a couple other cool things. And then I will go on to goals for next year. Um, the I was interviewed in for two magazines about the podcast this year, which is really cool. Um, the first one was Kansas Rebel. And then December 1st, an article in In Kansas City Magazine came out. And In Kansas City Magazine is a really big idea. Um, sorry. It's a big deal. So that was super, super exciting. Um, links are on my social media pages. I need to add those to the website. So note to self, don't let me forget. And then the last thing I was going to say was, um, I started writing a history column Ooh, back in September. Um, started talking to the editor at the pitch Casey back in spring. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have plenty of free time this summer. We can work on that. And it didn't come out until September. And then in September, I realized I don't have time to do articles for the column and the podcast and y'all are more important. So you won. Um, and I just have the one article. If you're interested in reading it, it's a, a brief biographical sketch of Muriel Kaufman. So you can just Google Muriel Kaufman case, uh, pitch Casey and it should come up. All right. So goals for 2023. Here we go. Number one sponsorship. I really want to get some sponsors, um, not because I'm greedy and I want money. Of course, more money is always nice, but my day job, it pays me well. All right, I'm comfortable. All my bills are paid, plenty of money for groceries and to have fun during the month. I'm not hurting. I'm I'm not worried about how I'm going to live month to month. I've been there for many years before I got this job. so I know what that's like, but I'm not there now. And wow, the relief, like there's so much less stress. It's amazing. But um, I do want sponsors. Um, at least one, two would be great. Three would be fantastic. Eventually, you know, in a another two, three years, I would like for, I, I would like for the show to have enough sponsors that I no longer have to work a 40 hour week job and I can go down to like a part-time. I really want to be able to, to produce more content for my listeners. And then, um, you know, eventually I would love to just live off sponsorship and do the podcast full time. Um, most podcasters never reach that like, like 90 plus percent podcasters never reach that. I do know of some that I've, um, I listen to and I follow regularly that have reached that. They're much more amazing than I am. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I just, I really want to be able to dedicate myself to the podcast with greater, um, depth. Um, goal number two is kind of related to this, um, scheduling. I really want to get better about producing content for you at a more regular pace. And I think having more time to work on it, not Right now, I really only work on the podcast on the weekends because I come home at night and I'm like, all right, I'm tired. I don't have the mental energy to do this. Um, what was I saying? Anyways, so my I was talking about downloads earlier, right? November was actually our lowest month. I don't know why it was November, but it was. Um, I didn't even have 200 downloads because... I was going to say because I didn't produce anything, but I'm pretty sure I had a, a release in November. Maybe not. Um, anyways, I, I just, I don't want that, right? I have a bit of spikage in my downloads right now. I would really like to be able to have something, um, you know, waiting so that if life got busy, you know, um, I traveled a lot in October. What did I do in October? I went and visited my sister-in-law, nieces and nephews, uh, cause my niece turned two. She's so cute. Um, or is she three? Shoot she's two we're good um I also spent a weekend um with friends so I I didn't have time to work on it in October if something like that happens if I'm really busy in a month or you know life just gets in the way I want to have something ready that I recorded in the past that I can release for you so yeah scheduling releasing content at a more regular pace that's goal number two Goal number three is to finish our current series. As I said, that series six, Historic Theaters. Topic three is going to be all about the Folly Theater. It's pretty cool. If y'all live in Kids City, you know what I'm talking about. Series seven, which we're going to do in the spring, is going to be amusement parks. Because next year, 2023, is the 50th anniversary of Worlds of Fun. Um, so something that they announced earlier this year is that they are revamping the um, Zambezi Zinger. Yeah, Zambezi Zinger. Um, it was one of their very first roller coasters, and they, I don't know when it came down. Um, and a lot of folks who were around in, like, the 70s and 80s, they remember it fondly, and so it's coming back. They're going to to fix it up and, and put it back in there. So, so that'll be another um, adventure. I'm Maybe even a mini-sode. I'm going to go to Worlds of Fun for the first time in 10 plus years. Um, series 8, which I want to do in the fall. I want to focus on jazz musicians. Um, because the jazz episode, it's just a brief introduction to the history of jazz in Kansas City. So incredibly popular with y'all. I want to dive into the biographies of some of these famous musicians that were from or moved to and stayed in Kansas City. For patrons, y'all should become a patron. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, so first, a little background here. Um, back in June, out of nowhere, I came across a call for submissions from the Center of Missouri Studies. Um, and so the, the submission had two possible topics, either arts and culture in Missouri or... Uh, shoot, 
Well, obviously I chose articulture because I don't remember the other one now. Rural, farming, something like that. Um, and then if you were selected, you would, you know, receive a stipend and then produce a 25-page research paper, which would be, get published in their, um, uh, sorry, State Historical Society. Not, it's not a magazine. What is it I'm thinking of? Maybe it is a magazine. But it's thick. There's a lot in there. It's a really big deal for historians. Um, and then also present your work at a conference. It's like, okay, I got this. I reached out to him. Hey, can I focus on just Kansas City? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. I had so many ideas. Um, I finally narrowed it down. I wanted to look into the history of street art in Kansas City and how um, it has influenced the culture and identity of the city and also the specific neighborhoods it's founded. Laura was obviously not selected. Um, so I was talking it over with a friend of mine who's finishing his PhD. And he was like, yeah, your instinct is right. Um, they picked me because I'm an independent historian. I'm not associated with an institution. If you work at a university or a museum or archive or whatever, like all the funding for his history projects revolves around those and if you're an independent researcher like I am it's really hard to get that funded because you don't have anything attached to your name so that was disappointing but I still think the project would be super cool so I'm planning on reaching out to some street artists and interview them talk to them um it's definitely a patron episode depending on how it goes I might do a limited release for all my listeners. Um, some exhibits that I have my eye on to do uh, with a patron episode. Once the redlining exhibit leaves the Johnson County Museum, uh, and like I said, that episode is currently available today, last day. Their exhibit is closing on the January 7th, so Sorry. If you haven't been yet, you have one week left to visit. It's an incredible exhibit. Um, when that's gone, the next exhibit that they're bringing in, their special exhibit, is going to be about railways in Kansas City. And I've been promising you guys to do Union Station for forever. Obviously, I'm not doing it in 2023. Spoiler, I'm not doing it in 2024 either. I already have something in mind for that. not going to tell you what it is. Um, but so... <laughs> I will go talk to Andrew again, and we'll we'll have that Patreon episode. Um, the current special exhibit at the Wyandotte County Historical Museum, and I was supposed to talk to her, talk to Amy, the director, back in November, and this is, again, an example of life got in the way, and then it was December, and I'm like, you know, there's too much stuff going on in December. Um, so I'm hoping to speak with her in January. Um their current special exhibit, which is, I think she said it's ending in February. So yeah, I have to talk to her ASAP is about um, the original Kansas city and how can oh, Kansas city, Kansas, not, not the Missouri side and um, how it got started. Also. Okay. So um, two of the minisodes are about urban hikes that I did with urban hikes, Kansas city. Um, one, the first one in June was Strawberry Hill, and the second one that I did, 
was October 30th. <laughs> it was a little chilly that day, but it warmed up eventually. Um, was the historic Northeast. And she has 15 plus different hikes that she offers. Kansas and Missouri side. A lot of fun. Very informative. So I really want to get Lisa onto the podcast to do a recording with her. That'll be another Patreon episode. And, oh, apparently that's all the goals that I had written down. All right. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll consider becoming a financial supporter of the show. You can do so by subscribing to patreon.com or redcircle.com slash homegrownkc. Um, you can give a one-time donation at redcircle.com slash homegrownkc or coffee.com slash homegrownkc. That's ko-fi.com slash homegrownkc. You can give as little or as much as you want a month. If you become a subscriber, you'll get charged the day that you sign up and then on the first of every month following. You get three things if you're a patron. You get an item from the merchandise store valued at $5 or less. You get a shout out on every episode and social media posts. So thank you, Bjorn and Joan, for your continued support. And you get access to all my patron episodes exclusively for patrons. If you simply do a one-time donation, I'll give you a shout-out on the next available episode, but you're not getting that Patreon content, and you're not getting anything from the merchandise store. Also, if you donate on coffee, 1% automatically goes to help fight climate change, which I'm very passionate about. And if you cannot support me monetarily, which I understand, you can still support me by following and subscribing um, all my social media pages got Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, Tumblr. Follow and subscribe on YouTube. I'm okay. Here we go. Um, another goal for 2023 more YouTube content, which is why we're doing this video. Really hope it works out. And also make sure you rate and review me wherever you listen, especially on Apple Podcasts. Uh, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, I think you can go and, and give a rating. If you want to visit my website, that's homegrownkc.wordpress.com. That's where you sign up for the newsletter. There's a big button at the bottom. You'll see it. Um, you can also go there to get additional information about each topic that I cover. It's way out of date. I, I don't have a lot of um, content about the topics on there. I deeply apologize. Another goal. That's a, that's a continual goal. <laughs> Work on the website more. It's just that I finish an episode... Or a topic, I'm like, okay, next topic, let's go. Okay, work in an adventure. And and so it's really hard to stop producing recordings and go work on this website. And I'm just getting further and further behind. But one day, we'll catch up, I promise. Um, where are we at here? Um, if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, or episode suggestions, you can email me at homegrownkcpodcast at gmail.com. Or... Um, message me on any of the uh, DMs on the social media networks. Thank you goes out to my sister-in-law, Sarah McCombs, for the creation of my logo. To the Dear Misses for the use of their song, Kansas City, as the intro and outro music of the show. And to local libraries, which enabled me to gather all my research. And to you listeners, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.
Seem to get 